All right, it's Wednesday, another edition of WeatherWise. This is the podcast from the meteorologist here at 47 ABC WMDT. When I say here, I mean Salisbury, Maryland. We cover the Delmarva Peninsula uh, for all weather. And of course, we talk about in this podcast not only local weather here in Delmarva, but I know a lot of you are downloading and streaming from outside of the area. We cover regional weather. Weather across the country. We even do it across the world sometimes when crazy things happen. So we get to a lot here on this podcast. This week I am joined again by Ulysses Garcia, meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. And uh, let's start local, man. You know, this past week, uh, last week I should say, what was it, uh, Wednesday morning and then again Friday evening, I think for a lot of us the first thunderstorms of the season, right? Yeah, first thunderstorms we woke up at, uh, up to um, this year pretty much, especially when you woke up uh, Wednesday, Thursday morning, late Wednesday night to Thursday morning, we dealt with some thunderstorms uh, across the air. I actually slept through the thing. I didn't actually not hear it. I know my, my girlfriend did. And I know a couple other people did, but I must have been in a really de- deep sleep that I could not hear this, uh, this thunderstorm. You must have been, man, because uh, that thing was loud. That, that was loud. <laughs> Wednesday morning, um, and if you're listening from the Salisbury area, um, you, you were probably one of the uh, many that were you know awake for this, but... I, it was sometime, you know, be right around daybreak or something like that. And um, sometimes you get these elevated thunderstorms where you have this uh, stable layer of air where the storms essentially sit above that. These nocturnal nighttime events, you tend to get those really loud thunder, thunder rolls, if you will. And that's what we had. And that shook my whole apartment building. <laughs> and, and I know that a lot of people woke them up. So that's great that you were sleeping through that. You didn't have to deal with that. But uh, kind of startled me, and I know that uh, it gave a nice little power surge to the area, too, uh, with that coming through. And that was essentially a warm front that was working through Wednesday morning that uh, associated with the storm that came through on Friday with a cold front. And again, we had some thunderstorms along the front that swept through. And Salisbury, a recipient of a quick-moving storm, had some lightning strikes. I heard from a lot of people that were... um, not surprised, but they were just, it's been a while since we've had a thunderstorm. So, like you said, the first of the year, and that came through pretty quickly Friday evening. Uh, we didn't worry about any damage or anything like that. There really wasn't much wind to talk about with the storms themselves. That was different, though, on the backside of the cold front that came through Friday night. We ended up with some pretty wing, pretty decent wind gusts going into the weekend, right? No, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Uh, I know, like, I heard... I. I saw the lightning, I heard the thunder uh, Friday night when I was at home, and then as uh, just after the storms ended, you could de- I can definitely hear um, outside my window, I can definitely hear the howling, how just how windy it was, and that really continued over into uh, Saturday. So Saturday really was just a beautiful day. We had a good amount of sunshine, but the wind, um, a, good, a good amount of uh, at least 10 to uh, a good chunk of Delmarva saw wind gust over 40 miles an hour. Uh, Lewis, though, was really the strong spot when it comes to the wind gust. It got a gust of 52 uh, miles an hour on Saturday. So it was definitely a windy day. The good news, though, uh, those winds gradually subsided as we made our way into your Saturday night. Well, and with that said, too, a pretty decent cold front or a strong yep. cold front. I use the word decent because uh, for snow lovers and cold weather lovers, we haven't had too many of those fronts this season. And this one came in with uh, what we call subsidence in behind it with those tumbling winds that were basically rolling in with the cooler air but transitioning over to high pressure. That was a real dome of high pressure because Saturday, and I think a lot of Sunday, we ended up with completely clear skies. I remember Saturday afternoon when the winds were starting to back off a little bit, just that total blue that we had. It's been a while since we've had a nice clean blue sky across the area, and uh, that's how Saturday and, again, a lot of Sunday worked out. Uh, Decent hiking weather. I had a chance to get out there and do a little bit of that. I know I saw a lot of people posting 
about getting onto the trails over the weekend. So it was nice to have that. Temperatures were still running a couple degrees above average, right? We were in the 50s, low to mid 50s uh, both days. And I think our averages at this point are about 51. So not too far off the mark, but you know, it, it was a cold front. It just uh, didn't cool us off that much. Just more. back down to average. Yeah, it was more just the, the humidity that you could tell, just the, the dry air coming in, uh, you know, behind the front. Obviously, we had a little bit of that humidity in play just to allow oh, for some of those thunderstorms to flare up. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to uh, Sunday, actually, just because of the fact that we had a little bit of those lighter winds, we were able to see, and the high pressure really nearby, we were actually see our temperatures actually even uh, jolt a little bit more into the lower 60s on Sunday. So, uh, you know, definitely a little bit above average, but overall, like Rich said, really just a great weekend for that walk, especially on Sunday when the winds were uh, much lighter across the area. Right. And we're starting Monday, or uh, Monday, we're starting March off. Um, well, Monday too, where we're recording this here at the studio on a very typical day, uh, maybe again a couple degrees above average, but um, you know, not uh, the major swings in temperatures, at least what we're looking at here for the first several days uh, of the week as we go closer and closer to mid-March. So signals showing that we're running at or maybe just slightly below average, but you know, nothing like we had for February, right? I mean, we came out of the month um, setting some records once again, or at least having the month up there and some of the warmest uh, that we've had in some time. Yeah, so February, uh, February definitely when it comes to Salisbury and Georgetown, we're definitely in the top five. Uh, Salisbury had its fifth warmest on record, while Georgetown had its third warmest on record. And both locations running about six and a half degrees above average. Uh, but really, I think the, I mean, if we're going to talk a little bit more, it's really the entire winter as a whole where really it was a, a bit more startling. The fact that Georgetown had its warmest winter on record by almost four and a half degrees, and then Salisbury had its second warmest on record by 4.6 degrees. So the fact that, and what really allowed that to happen is not just February, but really January. January, especially in Georgetown, was uh, monumental. It was the warmest on record, but it was the warmest, and it was 8.6 degrees above average. When you have a month like that, that's definitely going to make that winter season uh, go up for, you know, first or second warmest on record. Absolutely. Salisbury was 7.9 degrees. So it was really January that was more startling um, than February here across the area. But overall, though, uh, a really toasty winter. It's also a culprit of why our snowfall has been uh, rather lacking here. And what uh, you're referencing, too, with winter, for those listening, uh, you know, meteorological winter is what uh, Ulysses is referencing to. That runs different than the calendar. It runs December 1st through March 1st. So meteorological winter is over. And the numbers he's giving us are are really from the averages there from all of December, all of January, all of February. And uh, now technically a meteorological spring, although the calendar doesn't switch over to spring here for a little bit, right? Yeah, it doesn't, it's, uh, March 20th is official day. I know on our clocks we spring forward this weekend. So uh, just remember that, everybody, that we're going to lose that one hour of sleep this Saturday night. But, you know, we're definitely trending towards spring, even though um, I know later on we'll talk a little bit more about the Climate Prediction Center because they're actually kind of uh, saying the opposite here for March. It's uh, I've been noticing over the last couple of weeks that they've been showing that the Climate Prediction Center has been trending below average for the month of That's March. Right. And it's kind of been showing that even on our seven-day forecast, we've been noticing how temperatures are kind of just staying in the 40s and the 50s. So it's either going to be average to 
uh, below average across the area. So um, we're definitely going to start seeing a little bit of a change here as we go throughout the month of March. And, um, you know, for snow lovers, maybe a little too, you know, too little too late. Um, not to say that we can't get some big snows here in March, and it's very possible to even get uh, some snows into early April. And when you see big snows, at least a few inches. You know, we're talking Delmarva here, um, and nor'easters and coastal storms are definitely something that can ramp up well into the spring that we deal with. So enough cold air in place. That wouldn't be surprising, but just looking at your weather blog, and a lot of these numbers, by the way, you could check out from a weather blog that Ulysses just posted um, all about the wrap-up of meteorological winter, how we came out of this uh, super warm on record February. He has that on a weather blog at uh, uh, weather at 47abc.com. Oh, no, that's our email. <laughs> you can email us there, by the way. No, at wmdt.com backslash weather, you can check out the weather blog section for the latest weather blog uh, that uh, Ulysses is referring to here. But Ulysses taking a look at that snowfall totals. Uh, Salisbury technically a trace from what we had a couple weekends ago, right, with the, with the brief snow shower that we had and some of the grapple that was falling. But I'm looking at here an average meteorological winter, or at least up until this point, right, eight inches? Yeah, eight inches is really pretty much what you get for the entire season. So the mm-hmm. fact that uh, we're, we're not even making, like, any sort of dent here, just the fact that we – uh eight inches so i mean like rich said though you know we may be a little too late but hopefully maybe we can just gain enough uh i mean it would just be nice if we just had at least some measurable snowfall i mean i know four uh four years ago we had the the winter of 2019 and 2020 uh or actually i guess three years ago to be more exact we only had half an inch of snow and that happened in november and that was it in salisbury so uh it would be nice if we can even get more than that amount uh, three years ago, but hopefully we get something. And obviously, we talked about this in a couple podcasts earlier. And it's really, and I even mentioned this in the weather blog, how the real uh, culprit for this is just the fact that the, these low pressures have just been mostly west of us. We've been a lot of the time on the warm sector. We've been dealing with a lot of these warm fronts pushing through the area. So what's been happening is we've just been warming up well above average, and then every time we get a cold front, we're really just dropping back towards average. It's not like we're really plunging. Uh, below average and then anytime we do have a little bit of uh, uh, anytime we try to fall below average though the moisture tends to exit rather quickly across the area right and so it's been mostly obviously rain for Delmarva across the area and we've just had two instances of snow Uh, the first one that brought the first measurable snow on the order of under you know a half inch basically trace amounts to areas like Delaware and the upper shore of Maryland and then just recently for Salisbury and south but uh, looking at some of the rainfall totals here um, for meteorological winter going back from December, January, and February. I see here for Salisbury, that was a really wet month for us, right? In December, we were close to 5 inches, 4.8 inches. January, not too much, um, just over 2 inches. And, you know, I understand that these are going to be drier months anyway. But even for February, about an inch and a half of rain. No, yeah, absolutely. I think the, uh, the fact that we're trying to drier each month across the area is, you know, really surprising. But I think the biggest takeaway about all of that is that even our drought monitor... Uh, it really did not change so far this year. It's been pretty much focused over Accomack County. And I think a lot of that has to just do with the fact that we did get a good amount of rain over the last couple months of 2022. So we're still kind of in a way kind of carrying a little bit of that surplus, but we definitely need uh, more rain here as we make our way into the spring and eventually as we make our way into the summer. So in a way we're kind of being held, but I don't know for how much longer we'll see before those abnormally dry conditions really begin to return into our neck of the woods. We're kind of on, in a way kind of uh, somewhat breaking even. And it's early because of December that's kind of 
in a way helping us out, but it can't last forever. And um, yeah, we're in the dormant season too for growing, and I think that helps. If we're going to have a dry stretch, it's probably better that it happens now. But going into spring, especially with these warmer than average temperatures, a lot of early blooming, and uh, you know, um, now that we're getting into longer days too, a lot of uh, vegetation and um, plants are starting the growing season here soon. Um, and we definitely need to have a good water table set for that uh, going forward. And I know that the last, I think the last one that just came out as we're talking here on a Monday, was some of the, the last update that I saw for um, uh, precipitation, at least averages going forward, is it looks like we're gonna be a little bit above average, just a bit above average here on the East Coast. Uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, no signal that we're going into any extended wet period necessarily, but certainly something that would be counter to what we had coming out of February. Again, an inch and a half of precipitation in February is not a lot for us. No, yeah, absolutely not. Uh, it was not a lot, a lot for us. And also uh, another uh, takeaway that I wrote in the blog, which was really eye, um, eye-opening because I talked to Rich about this off air. It was just the fact that if you, if you really paid attention to the weather, you know, the last couple of weeks, we kind of fell into this uh, pattern where we saw pretty much our entire seven days kind of going through the exact same cycle where we would start off the week warming up. We ended up with our warmest temperatures by the second half of the week. And then we started seeing our coolest temperatures as we made our way into the weekend. And I kind of reflect that how it shows how Thursdays were actually our warmest day by almost a good 10 degrees above average on Thursday, compare that to Saturday, which was our coldest day of the week, where we were actually about over a degree below average uh, across the area. So the fact that um, if you were really paying attention, you can say that if you're a warm weather lover, I guess Thursday would be a day to call off work. Um, <laughs> Good timing for that, yeah. right? Yeah. It was just a perfect day <laughs> to get that done and get your, I guess, having to come back in on a Friday, but uh, you know, maybe making the break up the week a little bit. But you know, those averages or those cycles where we see uh, those seven-day cycles with uh, weather systems coming through, it's very typical to go into that. But I think you're, the takeaway that you're talking about is that it seems like we've been in that for a long period of time. So uh, I, I know that going into spring, we typically, in spring and fall, those transition um, seasons, those, you know, those days get a little closer together. You know, instead of every seven days, maybe we go to every five days as far as weather systems are concerned coming through. Um, I don't see anything showing that going forward. I mean, I think for us, we're looking at uh, really just one event here with our seven-day forecast, and maybe by the end of it, uh, a slight chance of precipitation, but, you know, the same idea as we go forward. So, But uh, things are a little quiet here to start March after our first thunderstorms of the year, as we talked about earlier in the podcast here. But other than that, uh, spring certainly just a few weeks away on the calendar, and uh, we'll see where we go from here. Of course, by the time we get to next week, we'll have a better idea of what to expect going to the end of the month and into April the next time we talk on our WeatherWise podcast. But I want to thank everybody for joining us again this week. For myself and meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, thank you for downloading and streaming. This has been another edition of WeatherWise, a podcast from the meteorologist here at 47 ABC WMDT.